Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, guys. It's Lauren and Kara. Hey. Thanks for that intro, Common Weather. Okay, so we're going to do a little mini episode here. And what prompted the idea for this mini episode is that my brother was going to be going on vacation in Aruba. And every time he goes to Aruba, which has just been a handful of times, he's come back with Dutch Heineken. Hmm. And if you're from the States, you've had what I call regular (laughs) American Heineken. And if you're a craft beer lover, you've probably moved beyond Heineken. Yeah, fair. Not to say that it's good or bad or that it doesn't qualify for whatever type of beer that it is. Um, But, um, you know. You've probably expanded your horizons a bit. But we figured this would be a good opportunity to compare the Dutch Heineken to the well, American brewed. Quote, unquote, <laughs> Heineken. American. And frankly, so Heineken's a huge company, so it's a huge departure from what we normally talk about. Heineken has about 25 million cans or bottles um, out there at any given time in 192 different countries. Um, so, and it started in Dutch Amsterdam, but whatever you're drinking, wherever you're at, is probably brewed somewhere very locally. So... Mm, I think they're brewed at uh, like 140 different breweries around the world. The company itself is about 150 years old, so they've been doing this for a, a very long time. It's a lager. Hmm. I mean, it's golden. It right. looks pretty. Looks like beer. Yeah, we're going to try the American so, and yep. the Dutch. The Dutch is canned in this itty-bitty little bottle. Yeah, what is that, like a 10-ounce can? Yeah, I don't even know. It's tiny. It's like smaller than a White Claw. I don't even know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you said White Claw. Oh, yeah, I know. I should have Look at the head on the Dutch Heineken, though. Yeah, it's I mean, so much you know, part of that's probably because you poured it from that tiny little can. There's yeah, not a lot of room in there. Bottle. But uh, even, even color-wise, I mean, it's pretty close to the same. Yeah. But the head is super different. With the can pour versus the bottle. Yeah. Let's give this a. All right. Let's give it a shot. I don't remember the last time I had Heineken. Mm. I truly do not. Okay. All right. I just tried the American. Let me just say that the difference is staggering. Wow. Right? Okay. If you can get a hold of actual Dutch Heineken. Pretty good, right? (laughs) Do this taste test compare. Isn't that amazing? The Dutch is significantly better tasting. I mean, like absolutely different. Yeah. You absolutely think they're two different. different, totally different beers. Yeah. They look very similar. Mm-hmm. They, I mean. The but, head still maintains yeah. the Dutch. Which. So let's be more specific, shall we? Mm-hmm. And talk about what's different about these beers. The same. Mm. Sorry, taking another drink. <laughs> I need to put this on YouTube. Right, yeah, we should probably have videoed this. Um, so m- here's my take: the American version, quote unquote. We're just going to say American yeah, version, but um, the American version, in my opinion, it's it's basically just like a died down. Um, I won't say watered down, but no, it doesn't the, have as much flavor in the descriptive sense. It seems to be a a more watered down version. It's almost flatter. Yeah, like it's not as car- carbonated. It's doesn't have that zing. Yeah, a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, and I definitely feel like even the the Dutch even has more aroma to it. 
than the American version. It's just fuller. Yeah, overall right? fuller. I would agree. And I'm not a Heineken lover. Like I said, I can't even tell you the last time I had it, but... Oof. The last time I had a Dutch Heineken was probably last time my brother came back <laughs> from Aruba. But yeah. Yeah, no, worth a shot. I mean, if you like lagers, you know, Heineken's a pretty regular staple pretty much everywhere it sounds like 192 different countries but if you get the chance to try one of the the foreign brewed ones definitely give it a shot yeah it is a different animal i went to the heineken brewery actually that's where i got this sweet little glass on the back it says heineken experience nice uh because this is what you got for your little souvenir for the tour um and the heineken there was obviously worlds different than heineken we had tried in the states before and at that time i was like 23 years old so my beer experience was was, limited (laughs) was far lower yeah far (laughs) less than it is now um but yeah i knew this would be a fun little experiment i thought this was a good chance uh with my brother coming back from vacation Mm -hmm. and i thought it would be a nice opportunity for us to just briefly talk about um some of our vacation memories. Oh, since we're talking fun. about vacations. Yeah, yeah, since we're talking about vacation beer, and uh, I'm sure this won't be the last time we talk about beer that we got on vacation. No, we were just in. Uh, well, when everywhere I travel, I try and try a local beer. So we were just in Turks and Caicos not too long ago, actually Super Bowl weekend, and we had Turks Head, um, mm. and they had a pretty basic lager, pretty basic IPAs, but um, you know. Pretty good for what they were. But yeah, it's nice. always fun to try some local beers. Totally. So I would agree. Yeah. So, okay. So what I was thinking maybe we would do is share some of our best vacation memories and right. then maybe some of our, <laughs> I won't say worst, because that just sounds too bad, least favorite All right. vacation memories. So if you don't mind, I'm going to go first sure. and I'll share my my best so that we're able to end this episode on a really low note. <laughs> Keep it really sad. All right. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to start with my best and, um, mine would have to be Italy with my family when Mm. I was a high schooler. Um, we went to Cinque Terre, which is this beautiful, uh, Mediterranean group of towns, um, that you hike in between each one. And it's just this, it's like a roughly, uh, four or five, six hour hike somewhere in there, half a day. Um, and it's pretty mellow. It's not like you're scrambling up rocks or anything like that. Mm. There's some ledges here and there, and it definitely (laughs) makes you sweat. But it was just beautiful and scenic and really enjoyable. And on that same exact trip, I I got to meet some of my relatives in southern Italy. Very nice. I have relatives in Calabria, which is uh, in the uh, one side of the boot, if Mm. you will, on the bottom side there. And... uh, And it was just an experience unlike anything I'd ever had. You know, they live in a little rural town, and we walked from house to house, and I was related to everybody in this town. Yeah, that's awesome. And ate fresh food and and cured meats that they cured in their garage. Wow, what an experience. I rode in a (laughs) three-wheeled truck. It was awesome. Italy's gorgeous to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, I have not had that experience. I have family actually in Sheffaloo, which is on Sicily. Oh, okay. But my father has no desire to leave the country. But my mom at some point says me and her and my brother should go and take a similar trip. So you'll have to give me some tips. Yeah, (laughs) I'd I'd love to. Yeah. So what about you? What was your Uh, best vacation memory? You know, we didn't go on any, like I said, my dad doesn't really 
do out of the country. We did a ton of road trips as kids and, um, you know, a lot of different state parks and things, you know, the basics like Disney and things like that. But it's not like one memory that I really have in particular, but I really enjoyed just like the basics. So when we were kids, we would just go up to like Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, not far at all. But when we would go up there, we would stay in a condo. We had no TV. We would play games and nice. puzzles and just like spend quality family time together and i feel like that's something that's missing nowadays from actual family vacations is like the family part of it so i definitely really enjoyed those memories that's great that's really good yeah the little the traveling trips where you were able to just bond as a family Mm -hmm. you know go on a small weekend adventure that's really awesome that's good yep so all right, on the down note. Ooh, go ahead, Lauren. Share Ooh. your negative, and then I'll share know. mine. <laughs> you know, we've had some really great trips. Um, when I was a kid, I really don't have many bad memories, but I will say that last year over spring break with the three kids was probably one of the worst so far. So we started out the trip. It was end of March, beginning of April. We have a big camper pull behind um so we're gonna go and go for a few days and go camping with kids so a few days before my husband gets a tattoo of a voodoo god or something like that (laughs) um a new orleans you know voodoo person and he gets a horrible skin infection oh so he's like oozing out of his leg and he's having to wrap it and take antibiotics and so that's prefacing it like maybe it was bad bad juju like that's how it started so we (laughs) should have just never good yeah so then on the way down there you know it wasn't too far i think we were only like four and a half hours but we were gone for like four days and every day someone had the stomach flu so of the three kids was one day and then the next day and then the next day and then on the way home i was sick like it was the worst that's brutal getting sick on vacation is brutal throwing up is bad i've uh i don't know what it is about epcot at (laughs) disney world but like everybody in my family has once thrown up in epcot um my little one threw up in Epcot and we think it was just that we were like running him yeah. too hard and letting him eat too many Mickey ice creams. Probably. Yeah. It's so too that combination around too much ice cream. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> lethal, I think, for a three year old. Um and then I got I threw up actually oh, no. <laughs> on the ground in Epcot once while ah, pregnant. Oh uh, well you had an excuse. Yes. It was the food and wine festival and oh. we were there and that was probably strategically a mistake for me because Yeah. I didn't. I was sick my whole pregnancy. Ugh. I felt terrible, and we were walking around the food and wine festival, and I called it the festival of smells Ooh. because oh, when you're pregnant, that's horrible. Yeah, everything planning. smelled <laughs> so bad to me, and yeah. we walked past one of the one of the town one of the countries, and I just was like, nope, <laughs> and I just ran over to like oh. a grassy area and oh, wow. threw up on the ground, <laughs> and I felt I was so embarrassed because I was extru- obviously pregnant. Right. But everybody's drinking a lot at Food and Wine Festival. Oh, so if they and just see just you like, and don't really pay attention, Oops. yeah. <laughs> I hope everybody gets yeah. that I'm just pregnant I'm not and drunk, miserable. <laughs> just pregnant. Not drunk, just pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's not my worst, though, <laughs> I, which is probably surprising because I actually threw up a couple of times on that trip. Oh, um, I also threw up on the bus, ugh, okay. which is bad. No more throwing but up. All right. I don't like <laughs> yeah, throw up stories. That. We're not going to. That's not my worst. <laughs> least favorite. Correction. Right. Least, least favorite. favorite. So my least favorite vacation is a childhood vacation. Oh. 
Um, and my parents will tell you without me having to say it, they could guess what I'm about to say. Right. So I won't feel bad that I'm saying it now. <laughs> when I was a kid, we went on like a road trip vacation, which was very rare for us. We're not, we don't like driving. Nobody likes riding in the car all Yeah, day. no, even you don't like driving. No, <laughs> I do not. Riding in the car is a challenge for me. And I get that, I guess, from my parents because we just don't really do it. Three yeah. hours is about our max. Okay, well. So anyway... Somehow, <laughs> mysteriously, we end up somewhere in Wyoming. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, that's a road trip for sure. Yeah. Chicago and, to Wyoming. Uh, yes. I think I'm trying to get my f- parents to kind of nail down the details of how we got out there, but I'm not going to get go through yeah. all of that right now. Um, and anyway, we end up in Cheyenne, Wyoming. All right. During um, Pioneer Days, oh. <laughs> which is the big rodeo, and they yeah. have all the stagecoach and it's like this huge thing. They do this big parade, and there's a carnival, and there's all this stuff. My brother and I are there. I had to be about seven or eight years old, and it was so hot, so hot. And I remember playing in this park and going down the slide, and just the heat from the slide touching my legs. I stood up, and I just like got a cold sweat. I'm pretty sure I got a heat stroke. Oh, yeah, Um, sounds like it. And all I remember from the rodeo is laying under the bleachers <laughs> in the shade, like begging my parents to let us leave oh, and crying and being upset. I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. And it was so bad. And I I feel a little bad about it now because it must have been hard for them to be so excited to take us to this once in a lifetime oh, yeah. thing. And then, and my brother was sitting right there with me mm-hmm. and he's six years older than me. So he was older he too. He could handle more too. Than maybe, you. Yeah. maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like misery. Oh. And But it was just the heat. I mean, it was just going on vacation somewhere and it being so hot. And I've always meant to go back and look and see if, like, there was some news story about it being unusually hot that year. A record breaking heat wave or something there. And I've never really done that because I can't recall exactly how old I was. So I'd have to go figure that out, go Mm -hmm. through some pictures maybe. Yeah. Although there's no pictures of me at the rodeo. Because <laughs> you were hiding under the bleachers. I was laying in the grass <laughs> yeah. under the bleachers. Where you could find a cool shady spot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that doesn't sound like fun. Though I yeah. get as a parent, like, you really want your kid to enjoy what they're, you know, you're taking them to. So I can get them being like, you know, well, let's have fun. Let's enjoy this. And you being like, no, I'm going to die under the bleachers. Yep. Yeah. No. Yep. Well, many more vacations, good, bad, and otherwise, I'm sure, to come. Yeah. So... Um, all right. Well, we'll finish up our Heineken here. Yeah, we're going to try. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, thanks for listening. And don't forget to find us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. And most importantly, rate, review, and subscribe on your uh, preferred uh, listening medium because we'd love to keep you around. All right. This take is, care, guys. Take it easy.